Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Pastor Justin. Thanks for joining us today on the Abide Podcast. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling as we thank him for all that he's done, is doing, and will do. Worship, a prayer of praise. O God, the source of eternal light, shed forth your unending light upon us who watch for you, that our lips may praise you, our lives may bless you, and our worship today give you glory through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord, as we open your word today, these words that we read in Isaiah chapter 34 and 35 are uh, a message of hope and good news to us. It's, it's such a picture of Advent, of waiting and longing for what's described in Isaiah 35 that brings much joy. And so, Lord, we just pray that in the next few moments, you will open our eyes and hearts to understand the depths of what that day will be like when we meet you, when we're in your presence. We ask that you would give us wisdom to understand your word here in the next few moments. We pray and ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. We're in Isaiah chapter 34 and 35 this morning. And chapter 34 is is about the bad news. It's about the judgment that is to come. In verse 8, it says, For the Lord has a day of vengeance. And 35 is the good news for those who are following in the way of Jesus. And so uh, being a good news bringer, uh, I want to read the good news uh, that that's for those saints who are in Christ Jesus this morning. It says in verse 1, The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who have an anxious heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With recompense of God, he will come 
and save you. And I, I, I love this text because this, this text gives us an opportunity to see that, that we do not have to fear, that we do not have to have an anxious heart. Why? Because our God will come. He will come and save us. This is such a great message here in the Advent season as we look back on the first arrival of Jesus when he came, born of a virgin. He came into this world. He was born in a manger. He was born as a, as a baby, as an infant. Light broke into the darkness. Hope has come into the world. And the angels declared that this would be good news of great joy for all people. In the same way, we wait now for the second coming of Jesus, that Jesus who will someday come again. And we read about in this text the great hope that awaits us. He will come and save us. There is so much hope in this passage. There's so much transformation in this passage. It says in verse 6 that the, the lame will, will leap like a deer and the tongue of the mute will sing for joy. For waters break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning shall become a pool. We just see this massive transformation when God comes that it will bring. And there's so much hope in this passage. And what that tells me is that this life, the life we've been given, the life we're presently in, 2020, coronavirus year, this is not the only life we have. That this life is not our only you know, shot at, at happiness. That there is a life to come and we put our hope in that life. It says in verse 10 that, that those who come, as, as is set up in verse 8, that there would be a highway, that there would be those who walk on the way of holiness. I, I love verse 8, the end of verse 8, because it says, it, it shall belong to those who walk on the way. Even if they're fools, they won't go astray. It's like you can't miss the pathway of Jesus. And what I love about this text is it says, those people who come in verse 10, they'll come to Zion with singing, everlasting joy will be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy and sorrow and signs shall flee away. What I love about this is there will be no regrets for living for Jesus. And that should give us encouragement today. That should give us the ability to persevere today because we know what is to come today we don't regret being obedient and walking in the ways of Jesus this is great hope to us and i would just ask you the question to reflect this morning is where is your hope today what are you putting your hope in right now what are the things that you're looking forward to even today, as we're just a few weeks out from Christmas, there's so much to, to, to long for and, and, and to, to be joyful about. Maybe it's a, a coming vacation. Maybe it's the, the coming of the end of coronavirus. But today, we have an everlasting hope. A hope in a future place. In a future opportunity. Where, where we will be in gladness and joy forever.
Let's pray together this morning. Father, I thank you for this picture, this picture of transformation that you are going to transform all things. And even today, as we look around at the brokenness of our world, we, we realize our what currently is is not what should be. And so we thank you for, for bringing that transformation. We thank you for the hope that was set before us, that today we can persevere, knowing that anything we do in this life is not in vain when it's done for you. So Father, we pray that through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come. Amen.